What up, what up, what up? This is your man Dre Day from Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. And I have a public service announcement for all you listeners out there. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground in 2018, I had so many questions. How do I record an episode? Where do I find background music? How do I get my show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all the other places people like to listen? Also, where do I find advertisers? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing, and monetizing your podcast. And best of all, it's 100% free and 100% easy to use. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me in the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. Again, that's anchor.fm slash start to join. Oh, one thing, you can record your episode from your phone or computer. So again, go to anchor.fm slash start to join. And I can't wait to hear your podcast. Gents, boys and girls, you are now tuned in to a brand new episode of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. I am your host with the most, the Hoods ESPN, Crystal Street's Golden Boy, Dre Day. What's up? What's up? What's up? This is episode 253 of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. Of course, Thank everybody for their support, their continued support. Keep it going, keep it flowing. This episode here, March Madness is in full effect, ladies and gentlemen, men and women. So if y'all think I'm only going to be speaking about the guys, y'all are truly, truly mistaken. Um... Free agency is going on in the NFL, but I ain't going to speak on all of them. I'm only going to speak on the big, you know, the big acquisitions that acquisitions that happened, part and self. And uh, we're going to do a little, we're going we're gonna to do a little NBA or whatnot. That's what's on the agenda on this episode. And once again, my favorite white boy, AK, is here to grace me. With his presence. So, AK, what's going on, my guy? What's happening, man? If I'm not mistaken, I was on 252, so that's back-to-back for you. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. Nat, nat, yep. Back to back. Facts. That's a snapple top fact. Here. Good to be here. Yeah, that is true. You what? You you was on two fifty two. Definitely was. You definitely was. In fact, no, not even. It's a three peat actually. It's actually a three peat. It's actually a three peat. You was on two fifty one as well. Oh, that's what's up. So, we got a little we got a little three peat going on here. So let's go. We got we got a street going. Yeah, man, we got yeah, we got yeah, we got a nice little streak going. But uh, <sighs> NFL talk. Let's let's dive into that a little bit first because is it safe to say that we did not expect Devontae Adams to be traded? Because I know for a fact I didn't. Um. I did think that when Aaron Rodgers got his money, I did think somehow, some way, Green Bay was going to find its way to give Devontae his money. I really did. But then when Devontae let it be known that he wasn't playing under that franchise tag, I'm like, all right, maybe A-Rod will probably do something to make sure his boy get his money. And then I just got the alert. Last week, that said that the Raiders, well, the Packers have agreed to trade Devontae Adams to the Raiders. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. My guy, what was you thinking when you, wherever you was at when you got that alert? Because I'm quite sure we all get alerts on our phones. What the hell? I know what I was thinking, but what was you thinking when you got that word? that Devontae Adams is now going to the Las Vegas Raiders. I smelled something fishy in the air, man. I had to I had to dig dig further into it because I, I smelled something in the air. I was like, there is no reason why Rodgers would have signed that that contract that he just signed and then for them to go and backstab him like that. So I knew something was up. And then you know, I looked into it a little further, come to find out when when Aaron Rodgers actually signed that contract to be the Packers quarterback, he actually knew that it was a strong possibility that Adams was going to be leaving because he did not want to play under that tag. But I am surprised that he didn't want to just take the tag for one more year. That, that's really my thoughts on it. I'm really surprised that he didn't take the tag because it's not like you don't get paid a lot under that tag. Let's be real. You get you get guaranteed money under that tag. Yeah, you, so, yeah, you do. I'm surprised he didn't want to play with A Rod, but hey, they did put out that last dance photo, so it's all it's all it's all making sense now. It's all becoming clearer now. I think there's two there's there's two there's two theories that I can think of. That came to my attention, like that. I, that I felt when I first heard about this. One, I felt maybe Devontae just was tired of all the drama going on with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Because let's let's keep it tall. For the past two years, he's held them hostage. Ever since they drafted Jordan Love, hook or crook, we can agree. We we can agree to disagree. Listen, at the end of the day, they felt that they needed. 
to draft a quarterback. Me personally, I don't think they should have because you still had Aaron Rodgers who obviously by all attentive purposes, a lot of people say he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league, if not the best quarterback in the league. And, I mean, he has two MVPs in a row to prove it. What they should have did was helped out the receiving core or picked up somebody on defense, but they went and picked up a quarterback. So he felt sensitive about that. Cool. We get to the end of the season where they lose to Tampa. There's drama about how, oh, he may not play next year. He may retire, yada, yada, yada. Before training camp starts, he announces he's coming back. He wants to make certain decision, personnel decisions. Bam. He winds up bringing, what's, what, was, what was homeboy name? Um, Randall Cobb to Green Bay. Cool. Honestly, that was a waste because he ain't really do shit this season. Then we get to the end of the season. This season right here. You hold the team hostage once again. I think, honestly, Devontae Adams was just tired of the drama. And then, let's factor this in. The one thing I don't want to do is count another dude's pockets. That's the one thing I don't want to do. But let's keep it let's keep it funky here. Let's keep it tall. And I really don't want to put my guy in this conversation, but I'm going to. And I'm going to for this reason. Brady, we know for a fact he's underpaid. Out the out the ass he's underpaid. But what does he do? He restructures his contracts. So then that way his team can go out there and get players that can make the team better. Aaron Rodgers, rightfully so, he had every right to get the contract that he got. He deserved it. He earned it. If you put up the numbers that you put up for the last two years and you win an MV- and you win back-to-back MVPs, you should be in the conversation for being one of the top-paid quarterbacks in the game. But at the same token, my guy, Let's keep it funky. Your resume ain't too good right now. It's not. You got one Super Bowl. You ain't been there in what? 12 years? 11, 12 years? You've lost four straight in NFC Championship games. You've lost two straight playoff games at home. Right now, your legacy is somewhat in question right now. It's about time... You start racking up some wins where it count. And if this is supposed to be your man like you say he is, if he meant so much to you the way you say he did, you mean to tell me you couldn't help Devontae get his bag? You couldn't take a little bit of that to give to Devontae? That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I hear you. He took the bag and now he's... You know, he's not, he doesn't have the best receiving core right now. No, he don't. No, he does not. And I don't even know if it's any, I don't even, I honestly don't think it's any top tier receivers that's available right now. I mean, Odell, uh, I mean, I mean, Odell is hurt. So we don't know how long he's Julio's gonna, the only one, bro. Who? Julio Jones. Oh, but 
you know, word, um, word through the grapevine is, I don't know if you heard, but word through the grapevine is the goat slid in his DM. And, to, ah. and, 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 and yeah, the goat, goat man slid up in his DM and told him to come to, to, come to the Sunshine State and be great right, together. Well, since we're on that, how you feel about him on that roster? Man, listen. Man, listen. It's not official yet, so I don't want to jump right. the gun. Hypothetically. But if Julio Jones joins Tampa, man. I mean, first of all, dude is injury prone now. Let's just keep let, let's let's just keep it funky. Now I know when he first went to Tennessee, everybody was on cloud nine. Everybody. But now I'm saying to myself, why was you on cloud nine? Look who his quarterback was. Now, let's say he goes to Tampa. That's a major upgrade, a huge upgrade at the quarterback position. So if Julio winds up going to Tampa with Mike Evans, they're saying Chris Godwin is ahead of schedule. So that's a good look. So let's say he comes back healthy. You add Julio Jones. We know Gronk coming back. Like, let's stop kidding ourselves. Brady is back, so Gronk's definitely coming back. That yeah, tip, that, I'm even more confident in Gronk coming back uh, with the fact that the Bucks didn't uh, re-sign Howard. Because they have Brady, right? Yeah, they, yeah, they got Cameron Brady, yep. I think that if, uh, if they felt that Gronk was going to stay retired, I think they would have kept Howard, though. I'm with you. Yeah, honestly, I I kind of thought about that too. I'm like, okay, OJ Howard went somewhere else, so I think it's safe to say that Gronk might come back because now they only got one tight end, and that's Cameron Brait. But Gronk has made it clear for years he doesn't want to play for nobody else but Brady. He's let that be known for quite some time now. So, you know, I'm not surprised. I wouldn't want to play for nobody else either if if. All I know is playing with Brady. Like, I'm definitely not going to want to play with nobody else. Look at all the success that we've had together. I'm probably not going to get that with nobody else. So, after that, yeah, I might, as well, I might as well keep playing with Tom. But if Julio goes there, I'm not saying this is going to be Brady. This is not going to be Brady Moss part two, but that should be deadly. Because I tell you what, I know Julio is somewhat injury prone. But whatever else he got left in his tank, I'm sure Brady will get it out of him. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm, at this point in his career, whatever he's whatever he might be lacking in athleticism, he's just gaining more experience. So he should be he should be all right. I hope it happens. I hope it does. I really hope it does. But yeah, this Devontae thing, man. I mean, as far as the Packers. Uh, I know that Rodgers, he really likes Alan Lazard, but that, that as he, you were saying, that, he, that Randall Cobb pickup, that was useless. Neither one of them dudes is Devontae. And I tell you what, man, this just puts even more pressure on Aaron Rodgers. That contract that he got now, he has to get at least one or two Super Bowls before his career is over. He has to. He has to. You got to get at least one or two. If you get one, if, if all right, 
If you get one and appearing two, that'll be okay. But you can't go the remaining of this new contract without even tasting or even visiting the Super Bowl. You can't do that. You can't. Because guess what? His legacy will be so tarnished. He's gonna really be. He's gonna really go down as the greatest regular season quarterback of all time. Because right now people say it's Peyton. If Aaron Rodgers has this fate happen to him, he'll unanimously have that fate now. Because it's clear that all you cared about was receiving your money. You didn't care about the team. All you cared was all you cared for was receiving your money, and that was that. And that's how it looks right now. That I'm 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 telling you. I'm sure there's Packer fans out there that are highly upset that Devontae's not there no more. And I'm quite sure some of them feel that Aaron Rodgers is the reason. They ain't going to say it, but I'm sure a bunch of them feel that way. Because me personally, if I was a Green Bay Packer fan, I would think that too. Like, yo, how'd you let this man go? How'd you let him go? I think that Devontae was thinking long-term. Rodgers just signed a three-year deal, but he's getting up there in age. And he, he can go play with his boy. They played together in college. Mm-hmm. And they can play for many, many years together if they, if they get something going over there. That Raiders team, man, listen. The AFC West is going to be so... So must see TV this upcoming season because all four teams is killing it on defense right now. Because not only did I was about to say Oakland, not only did Vegas pick up Devontae Adams, but they picked up Chandler Jones too. And we know how he give it up. Yeah, he's gonna be in the same division as his brother now. That's gonna be that's gonna be real nice. Chandler Jones. Yeah, Chandler Jones and uh, Chris Jones. Oh, oh, that's his brother. Yeah, and then their other brother is John Jones, the UFC fighter. No, 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 no. That, yeah, 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 yeah. That I know that, but I didn't know Chris Jones was his brother neither. Oh wow, I didn't even know that. You learn something new every day. Yeah, man. Wow, athletic, athletic, athletic family right there. Yeah, I knew, yeah, I knew Bones was his brother, but I, I, I didn't know, I didn't know it was three, I didn't know it was three Joneses, but damn, like wow, yes yeah, sir, that division is going to be bananas. But again, the Chiefs have held it down for all these years. It's like yo, like we got to do something to make this division interesting because for years they've had it. Now. You can make a case that this division, it might be hard to call right now. Oh, it's absolutely up for grabs. It's, it's, it's up for grabs right now. It's, it's not a short sure thing that Kansas City is 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 the team to beat. I mean, listen, we just talked about the Raiders picking up somebody. The Chiefs got busy with gaining another receiver. And Juju, now as long as he don't do no damn TikTok videos, I ain't got no problem with it. I hope Andy Reid tell him to check that shit at the door. Like, yo. He doesn't even have to be the guy, though. That's the great thing about that Juju pickup is he doesn't have to be number one. Oh, no, absolutely not. That's 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 Tyreek and Kelsey. 
because Juju has a number three, number four option. That's I think that that is going to be key. Hit him not getting all the attention on D. Because we saw what happened when he was getting attention. He couldn't handle it. Yeah, because when when he wasn't getting as much attention, when when uh, Antonio Brown was getting all the attention on the Steelers, he did much better. Yep. Speaking of AB, I do have a feeling that he will get signed. And I've come to this conclusion. This may sound crazy and I might be reaching. There's two teams out there that I can see giving him an up giving him a shot. It's two. One, we just talked about them. Green Bay. I can see Green Bay giving him a shot. Because at the end of the day, the dude can, listen, the dude can still play. Regardless of his antics or whatever, he can still play. We ain't even going to sit here and make it seem like he's washed. He ain't got it no more because we'll be lying on our ass. And as long as you can still play, a team will give you a shot. Because, again, A-Rod ain't got no receivers. He has none. He has to know that. He has to know that he has no receivers. Unless we know something about Odell that that nobody else knows and A-Rod's going to try to bring him in, let's see what happens. But there's another team out there that I think is going to go after him. Who's that? Your team. Dallas? Yep. Wow. I'm going to tell you why. Two words. Jerry, Jerry Jones. Bingo. Jackpot. <laughs> Jackpot. Th- 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 this is tailor-made for Jerry Jones. Because Jerry Jones, what he like? Box office. What? Again, hook a crook. AB right now is box office. He's box office for all the negative, re- for, for all the wrong reasons. There's no right reason for him to be box office, but Jerry don't care. Jerry don't give two shits. He'll ra- he'll ra- he-, he would rather his Cowboys be relevant popularity-wise than winning championships. And it- and it's it's very well documented. This has been going on for years. This is nothing new. So I can definitely see Antonio Brown playing for your Cowboys. Now, mind you, you only have who you got. Gallup, C.D. Lamb, who that, Cedric Wilson? Yeah, we got Cedric Wilson. All right, that's three receivers. Well, you only need three. I don't think you really need four. We got got, uh, Noah Brown. Mm. All right, that's four receivers. I don't know. but, But again, I don't know. Maybe I'm reaching, but me personally... I wouldn't be surprised if Jerry take a shot at getting AB because he's box office. He's he's, he's popular. That, 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 that That's what Jerry wants. That's what Jerry is concerned with. So those are the two teams that I can definitely, you know, see, you know, somebody, you know, going after AB. Yeah, as much as I don't like it, you are definitely right about that. Because he, he definitely he enjoys that popularity contest. Sure does. Sure does. 
any attention for him is good attention. So, yeah, as much as I don't like it and as, as much as I say we don't need it, you're absolutely right about that one. Okay. Let's get to Deshaun Watson, which is funny because I was getting ready for work on Friday. They said the Panthers was out of the race. They said the Browns was out of the race. They said the only two teams that were left was the Falcons and the Saints. Now, obviously, it's Falcons because he's he lives close to that area. So I wasn't surprised with that. The Saints, I'm like, okay, you know, that'll be, that'll be, that might be a nice little pairing with him and Alvin Kamara. And if Michael Thomas decides to come back, that'll be a nice little, you know, big three for the Saints. But then I'm at work. And out of nowhere, it said that Deshaun Watson was going to the Cleveland Browns. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. They said they was, he said they was out the race. How the hell they wound up getting back in? But then I saw that contract that he was going to get. Man. Man, oh man. Now, all the people in the front office have said that they have done their extensive homework on what's going on with Deshaun Watson's legal situation right now. They, 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 they said that they was doing their due diligence to make sure they know everything that was going on. How do you like the pairing with Deshaun with Cleveland? Because obviously we know that other quarterback, he, he's about to be out the door. And I'm about to get to that soon, but how do you think of Deshaun Watson being with the Cleveland Browns? I actually like uh, I like it on paper. Um, we'll have to see if he actually plays this season. First of all, oh no, he's not playing this season. Well, well, he's definitely getting suspended. Let me say that he's definitely getting suspended. It's just a matter of how many games. But he's definitely not starting the season. Let's get that out the way now. I think I think he sees that the Browns are trending in the right direction. It's been a long time coming, obviously, but they are they are starting to build and they do have a young talented squad. You add Deshaun Watson to that, and it's only gonna get better and better. Um I believe they have a strong backup now as well in uh Jacoby Brissett. Mm. So think, think, things are on the right track for them. Um, is it a better situation than the Saints? I don't know, but I think that the Saints would have had a better chance had they had Sean Payton, i tell you that much. True indeed. I think that might have been, me personally, I think that might have been the X factor to why he didn't go to New Orleans. I think if Sean Payton was still the head coach, oh, he's going there, for sure. But I think that being that, you know, Dennis Allen is there, not to say that Kevin Stefanski is the next Belichick or whatever, but being that, you know, the Saints have a first-year quarterback, I don't think he wanted to go there. Atlanta, I really didn't see why he would go there, just for the simple fact that you grew up close to Atlanta. 
Because other than that, they ain't got nothing to offer. Okay, yeah, they resigned Cordell Patterson, but other than that, who else you got? You it know, would I, just be him throwing the pits all day. That, that's it. Yeah. That's it. They got no running game because guess what? You have a receiver that plays receiver and running back. So, come on. So, out of all the teams that was interested in him, it definitely did make sense to go to Cleveland. It definitely did. And besides, Amari's over there now. And trust me, he's gonna. Tr- trust me, he's go- he's going he's going to hold a grudge this season because of how everything planned out in Dallas. Yeah, he's, let's keep it real. That fully guaranteed contract, anybody would take that. Man, oh man, oh man. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. The AFC North has, I want to say, they got Deshaun, they got Lamar. Joey B. Yeah, and who Pittsburgh got? Mitchell Trubisky? Yeah, they got Mitch Trubisky, and I, I think they honestly might draft somebody. We gonna see. We de- we definitely we de- we definitely we definitely we definitely gonna see about that one. Definitely. Well, not- one of these signings hurt me, bro. Right in the heart. Go ahead and light me. You hear about Lyle Collins? Somebody picked him up. The Bengals, man. The well, Bengals are the Bengals are remaking their line, and they they got Lyle no, Collins. That, that one's gonna hurt. That that listen that that was their Achilles heel in the playoffs. That O line. How many times Burrow got sacked in the playoffs? Because I know against Tennessee, I think they got his ass a good seven times, or probably nine if I'm not mistaken. I think he got sacked nine times against Tennessee. I think he got sacked seven times against the Rams. I mean, against um. The Chiefs, and then in the Super Bowl, I think they tied the record for sacks in the Super Bowl. So his last three games, homeboy was touching that grass like crazy, and that and that was the and that was the key. They got to work on that O line, and they still got money to spend. They still they, they still they still got some cap space now, and I think all of that should go to their offensive line. They don't need anything else. Their defense is their defense is good. They got a running game. They got receivers. I think the money that they got left, they need to you know invest in some you know linemen to protect old Joe Burrow or well, Joe. They, only, Joe they only need two more linemen because they got uh, one lineman from the Patriots. We talked about the last episode. They took Kappa from y'all. And now they took Collins from us, so they really only need two more linemen if they want to completely rehaul the whole line. Mm-hmm. Man. It's possible because Armstead is still available. Teron Armstead? Yeah. No, I, I think I read something. He might be visiting Miami tomorrow. Oh, okay, okay. I read something where he might, he might be visiting Miami tomorrow. And it's funny that we're talking about linemen because it just so happened Brady wound up getting two former teammates from New England to come to Tampa. Logan Ryan, who just so happened caught 
Brady's last pass in New England <laughs> when he ran the pick six back in the house to seal the game for the Titans to beat the Patriots. And Is he playing corner or safety now? I think safety. Okay, okay. I think safety. And Shaq Mason. O-lineman. That's something that Brady needed. Because remember, the O-lineman you just mentioned, you had one that retired and you had one that didn't sign with Tampa and went somewhere else. So he had to go get somebody else. And what better person to go get than somebody that you were familiar with in New England? Yeah, that's, Brady, that's a solid, Brady solid plays. Pickup. Brady plays chess. He don't play checkers. And again, let's keep it funky. With all these teams that's emerging in the in the AFC right now, it don't look like New England is winning no time soon. Because, listen, for all attentive purposes, Buffalo is looking like. It's a new it's a new day in the AFC East. So, who knows when New England will ever win a division again? Then you got Cincinnati. Then you got the Ravens if Lamar is healthy. Then you got Cleveland now with Deshaun. Don't get me started on the AFC West. You know what I mean? So it's like, where does New England fall in all of that? Even as great as Belichick is, the, the 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 grand wizard that he is, especially on defense, I don't even think his geniusness is going to be able to handle all of those teams in the AFC. I just don't. Yeah, it's a bloodbath over there in the AFC. Man, listen. That's what, like, honestly, I honestly think And the NFC is three teams that you can look at right now that are favorites to get to the Super Bowl. That would be the Rams, the Bucks, and Green Bay. Those are the three, like, you could say they're the top tier teams in the NFC, and then everybody else is tiers lower than them. The AFC, you can't sit, like, it's too many teams. It's too many. It's too many. It's gonna get crazy, man. It's 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 it's, it's definitely definitely gonna get crazy, man. Yeah, that playoff picture is gonna be dicey at the end. Yep. And remember, it's only seven teams, and only one team get a buy. This this is not like back in the day where two teams get a buy. Nope, just one team. Fighting for that one playoff spot where they have home field advantage. It's 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 it's, it's going, it's, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be something, man. It's gonna be something for sure. But uh, March Madness. How's your brackets going? Has your bracket officially bust? Cause mine's is actually still going well. I thought I I thought mine's did bust. But no, mine's is still actually going well. Like, 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 I, I'm like, I'm on the, I, I'm on the tournament challenge on ESPN. My shit is actually still going well on the app. I got a, I think my men's bracket I think is ninety three percent, and my women's one is ninety two. 
That's very good. It, Only yeah. a couple of rounds. Yeah. But how's uh, yours? I'm, 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 I'm keeping straight with you. Everybody heard on, on the last episode I had Kentucky going all the way, so that shit got messed oh, up right away. Yeah, your shit, yeah, your shit. Yeah, 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 your shit is... Done just your shit is done just off that. Yeah, but it's all right though, cause I've been I've been betting the games as I go along, you know, and I, I I've been keeping a blank bracket and just jotting them down, and just you know I I put a little star next to my favorites that I that I feel is feel confident is gonna win, you know. Yeah. Keep track of it that way. But yeah, man, it's been fun. I mean, major upsets. You want to talk about madness, bro? This, this shit is mad. This is this is the this is the beauty of it. Like this this is definitely the beauty of it. And what I love about it is, it's not just March Madness for the guys. They're actually having it for the girls too, which I think is yep. which I think is only right. Like, yo, if you're gonna call it March Madness, call it March Madness for the girls too. Don't just have the NCAA logo in the center of the court. No, have March Madness there for them too. Because listen, it's it's the NCAA tournament. March Madness is March Madness. It's upsets in the men's just as much as it's ups. Listen, it's been a lot of upsets with the girls. A lot. It's been a lot. I think it's been a good nine upsets so far. Now, mind you, they started, I think, Friday, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they yeah, they're started Friday. The men started last Thursday. The girls started Friday. There have been nine upsets. Nine. Oregon, who was a five, lost to Belmont. Gonzaga was a nine, lost to eight. But I don't really want to call that an upset, upset, because it's only one seat apart. Right. You know what I'm saying? Villanova, yeah, like who was an when 11. They, when, they the, when they made the bracket, they knew those teams were going to be evenly matched. Yeah. Villanova was an 11, lost to a, be the six seed, BYU. South Dakota, which was a 10. Beat Ole Miss, which was a seven. Baylor, who was a two, who I actually had going to the final four, lost to South Dakota. Yeah, that was the big one right there. Oh, oh, no. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. FGCU, who was a 12 seed, beat Virginia Tech, who was a five. Listen, Kentucky had a bad tournament. Both both Kentuckys got out in the first round. Both. Princeton was an 11 seed. Beat Kentucky. That was a 6 seed. I don't know. Maybe they was I don't know. Maybe they was hung over from beating South Carolina in the you know SEC championship game. Who knows? Maybe they was hung over over that. But see the one that I was actually you know and tuned about Creighton beat Iowa. They've had two upsets so far in March Madness. Creighton. Yeah, Creighton. 
They beat they Colorado. They beat they beat, Co- right? they beat Colorado, and then they beat Iowa, which derailed my hopes. And I said it in the last episode. I was hoping to see Aaliyah Boston and Caitlin Clark in the regional semi in, in the regional finals, aka Elite Eight, but that's not gonna happen now. It's not gonna happen now. And I watched that. South Carolina doing their job. That's for damn sure. Well, I mean, they had a sloppy game today. I'm not even going to lie to you. Yeah, they've been putting the clamps on. I I don't even think they cracked 50 points, but their defense is what held them down. But I think that was a game that they, I think that was a game where they said, you know what? Listen, we, listen, we smoked the first team we played. Like, I think they had, what, two points? The first quarter or first half the first game? Yeah, right, they second had game. Four points in the first half. Yeah, so second game. Okay, let's let's focus on this defense. So now you know they advanced to the Sweet Sixteen. You know what I mean? But yeah, man, like like this this is March Madness, man. Like this is the beauty of it. This this is definitely the beauty of March Madness. You know what I mean? Iowa State. For the men is in the Sweet 16. The U is going to the Sweet 16. You know what I mean? Yep, St. Peter's. That's the team that took out Kentucky. Yeah, man. I, I couldn't even believe... I couldn't believe this run that they're on. I couldn't even believe that game last night. I kind of believe it because I remember watching that game. I was on my lunch break watching that game. And I was able to watch the first half, and I was like, yo, if Kentucky does not get it together in this first half, they're going to be in trouble. Oh, nope. This game's going into overtime. Arizona and TCU going to overtime. Homeboy could have walked it off, but the they turned the ball over. They didn't call a foul. He went for a layup, but when he went for a layup, the red light turned on on the backboard. So that basket is not going to count, and they're going to overtime. Well, Arizona had to make a three with like 15 seconds just to get it to overtime. So this could be an upset right here. Well, TCU over Arizona well, is possible. T- well, TCU beat Arizona, then my bracket is done for because, again, if people listen to the last episode, I got Arizona winning the whole thing. So... We gonna see, man. We 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 definitely we, we definitely gonna see. But March Madness is what is it, it, exactly what you would think it is. Upsets in the words of Dick Vitale, Dickie V. Glad to know that he's doing so much better. He's cancer free. March Madness is upset city, baby. It is. We got to see Coach K and Tom Izzo go at it one one last time. And Coach K was able to get his revenge from a few years ago when they played in the tournament and Tom Izzo won that and ruined, you know, Zion and R.J. Barrett's chance of going to, I think it was either the Elite Eight or Final Four. So Coach K got his revenge. Um, Michigan is going to the Sweet 16, which I love because with the season that Michigan has had this year, 
especially towards the end with the whole thing with Jawan Howard being suspended, you had people that didn't even think they should even be in the tournament. So the fact that they got in and the way that they're playing right now, I love it. I love it. And I love that his Fab Five brothers have, which which I'm not surprised, have attended the games. Jalen Rose was there for the first one. C-Webb, which I was very surprised. C-Webb and uh, Ray Jackson attended the second one. And there's a video that's out now. You can actually see it on my page. It's in my IG story where C-Webb and Jawan they embraced each other after the game. Where they, it was like a tight hug. And they was just jumping in the air, cheering each other on. I'm not even going to lie. My eyes got watery watching that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, for, yeah, for real, man. Like, Mar- I'm telling March Madness, man. This is what it is, man. Like, this is the time right now where I give the NBA a break. And I've done this for years. Like, when March Madness comes, I give the NBA a break. Because right now, March Madness is where it is. Because these kids, they, they showing their hunger. They hard work and dedication. Like, they, 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 out, here, they, they out here with it. So it's like, yo, it's time to give these college kids they love, the males and the females. I'll go back to the NBA when the season is over. But right now, for these two weeks, I guess you could say two weeks, two and a half weeks, March Madness, man. Yeah, I try and watch as much college ball as I can throughout the year. But, I mean, they don't televise it like they do in March. So it's another level. Yeah. Like, I'm not even going to hold you. Like, during the season, I watch here and there. But when it comes March Madness time, oh, no. Especially if it's my weekend off. Like, this weekend that just passed, I was able to really, really, really tune in. And I enjoyed every game I was able to watch. Male and female. I was able to enjoy them. Shit, even what's Carson lost. Like, upset city, man. Upset city, but th- but this is March Madness for you, man. Th- like this, this is the beauty of March Madness. Like like your seed don't mean a damn thing. Okay, it's dope that you were one seed, but take look, we just we just talked about them. Saint Peter, take them for example. They was talking about that school. I forgot exactly how many students they said they got. I ain't even know they was in Jersey. I didn't even know that shit. Yeah. And they that took coach that coach uh he used to play for Seton Hall. Oh, I loved what he, he said. Oh, I loved what he said at the end of the last game. Yeah. I loved what he said. Yeah, that, I loved, that's where I was going with that. I, I, I loved what he said. He said, We got guys on this team from Jersey and New York. You think we scared? Like, oh, talk that shit, my man. Talk that shit. That's because yeah, the they were trying to talk about how Murray State plays so physical, but that's cool. They hit them. They hit them right back. That's they, cool. they weren't worried about it. That's cool. St. Peter's got some rough riders on their team. Obviously, that, that listen, that, listen, that, that, they're they're the Cinderella team right now. So let's you know let's 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 see how they do in the Sweet Sixteen. Let's let let's let's definitely see how they do in the Sweet Sixteen. It's gonna be dope though. It's it's definitely. Gonna be interesting to see, and I can't wait. I can't wait. So, 
Shout out to all the teams that have advanced in the tournament, male and female. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think the tournaments is over, what, April 3rd, I think, if I'm not mistaken. I think the tournaments is done by April 3rd, both of them, male and female. So, congrats to the teams that have advanced and, you know, well wishes to the teams that, you know, had to go home and go back to school. Ooh, homeboy got elbowed in his grill. Pink. Yeah, man. But, uh, NBA. Ain't really too much to dive on in the NBA, but something historic this weekend took place, and that was LeBron James passing Carl Malone. I think he only needed, what, 20, 22 points? Oh, wow, blood all over the court. Homeboy got elbowed, and blood is all over the court. God darn. It'll be delayed for a while. Oh, hell yeah. Because they got to disaffect that shit like crazy. Crazy. He got elbowed bad. He started leaking instantly. Instantly. Well, yeah, back to this now. LeBron is now the second all-time leader and scoring in the history of the NBA. He passed Carl Malone. I think he only needed 20 points. But the Lakers still lost. <laughs> so you broke the... Re- oh, dang, that nigga shit was leaking. Ooh, wow. Mm, made you show the replay. Wow. But yeah, in typical Laker fashion... He breaks a record, but they wind up losing. But uh, you know, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, me personally, I'm. It's not. It's not really a big deal to me because, again, we expect it. We see it coming. I think it's safe to say that next year, if healthy, he probably will break Kareem record next year. If not next year, definitely next year, the year after. So. It's safe to say that he will be the all-time leading scorer in the history of the game when his career is done. So, I mean, just congrats to him. Ain't nothing, ain't, ain't nothing really much to, you know, say about it. It still doesn't make him the GOAT. I don't care what anybody else says. Because, of course, you're going to have those people that say, Oh, he number two now. He the GOAT, he the GOAT. No, he not. All that tells me is that you played longer. That's all that tells me. If you yeah, bet. same thing with Kareem. Kareem had the, the longevity numbers working for him, too. But yeah. what's crazy to me is LeBron ain't, LeBron isn't even considered a scorer, and he's number two all time. That's pretty wild. That's the crazy part. Like, how you not considered a scorer, but you're number two all time? That's crazy to me. That's beyond me. But, you know... We we, we, we we got we gotta give him his props regardless, you know what I'm saying? Like this is definitely no hating on the dude. Like I have the utmost respect for him. Like not for nothing. And I've told people this from the jit from the from the get. I respect him more off the court than I do on the court. Honestly. 
You know what I'm saying? Like that's that like that's just me. I'm not a LeBron stand by any stretch of the imagination. I respect what he's done to the game, but me personally, I'm more of a fan of him off of it than I am on it. Yeah, I hear you. I'm more. I'm a Lakers fan, not a LeBron fan, but I, I still give him his props where it's due. Yeah, you got, yeah, you have to. Is he a diva? Yes. Is he a bitch in the court on occasions? Yes. Doesn't you know? Doesn't take away from the talent. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I don't. I I don't like how they. What was it? They was trying to get at my man Carl Anthony Towns. You know, for the taunting that him and Pat Bev did when they beat the Lakers a few nights ago. I didn't like... <clears throat> Blessings. Um, I didn't like how they was, you know, trying to shun Carl Anthony Towns. Like, yo, leave him alone, man. Like, nobody said anything to y'all. What y'all be doing, y'all taunting. Like, when LeBron had that 50-point game, who was it against? The Wizards. He did some taunting in that game. Nobody said nothing. Well, Westbrook be rocking the baby to sleep. Don't nobody say nothing. But it just so happens when it's it's done to you, it's a problem. Nah, get out of here with that bullshit. We don't we, we don't subscribe to that. The same way you could dish it, you could be you should be able to take it. Don't trash talk. Don't trash talk. Don't be arrogant if you can't take it if it's done to you. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, it's not going well in, in uh, the land of Russell Westbrook right now. Mm, 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 mm. I'm not a I'm not a Russell hater, but I will be a critic because I'm a Laker fan. You know what I'm saying? As you say, if you don't want to be called Westbrook, he better he better be making his damn shots. That's that's that. That's like it's it's to the point where when he's on the road. The crowd is calling him Westbrook. When he's at home, fans are begging him not to shoot. That's crazy. When your own when your own home fans are saying don't shoot. Because they got no faith in you. None. What's yeah, as soon as I see the Lakers got an L, guess what's the first thing I'm looking at? I'm looking at Russell Westbrook's shooting line right there. And half the time, it's two for 11, two for 13, some shit like that. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, man. But, yeah, man, I mean, I, I, mean, I think I've touched, I think we've touched base on everything that I've, I think I've touched base on everything I've wanted to touch on. We did NFL. We did March Madness. We did NBA. You got, you got, you got, you got, you got, you got anything else you want? You want to bring up before we get up out of here? Oh, bad yeah. Uh, with you, with you, you be, you've been watching these uh, college guys. Who, who you think scoring number one in the draft? Wow. Honestly, I'm not even gonna hold you. I have no idea. I have no idea. I have zero idea on who I think is going number one. 
the safe answer would be homeboy from Gonzaga, but I honestly don't know. Yeah, I think Chet has a possibility going number one. The other dude on Gonzaga, Drew, I think he, I think he might not get picked till the second round. Honestly, though, I know he's a real good college player. I just don't know if the NBA scouts are going to like him as much. You know what I mean? But uh, with that, with that last game that uh, Banchero had, he he was clutch, clutch against MSU, bro. So I think that's going to help his draft stock, too. Well, right now, for these kids that are thinking about going, this tournament right now can be, can, can be their chance to raise their stock more than what it is now for a lot for, for a lot of these kids. Right. A lot, like, a lot of these kids right now, this is their opportunity to be on some, I can make a name for myself. So if I'm not first round, maybe I can, maybe I can you know, Get to the second round. We're going to find out, though. We're definitely going to find out. Because this March Madness, man, I love it. I love it. I love it. I mean, obviously, nobody's going to get a perfect bracket. Nobody. If somebody was, If somebody was to get a perfect bracket, yo... That'd be some shit. But I get the alerts on my phone. It tells you like when like when certain teams lose, it tells you how many remaining perfect brackets it was remaining. There's none now. There's none at so, all. So it's just going off of uh who guessed yeah. the most correct. Uh-huh. <clears throat> it's no more perfect brackets. None. None at all. And Arizona right now, they're up 83 to 80 against TCU. It's about. Yeah, it looks like they're going to pull this off, man. Probably. Probably. It's still time. Still time. If T- TCU TCU's fighting real hard, though. They're, they're definitely a sleeper in this tournament. Yeah, man. I love March Madness. I love it. I so, so, so love it. So love it. So love it. But, uh, I mean, we ain't got nothing else to dive in. You know, we could just wrap this up. Unless you got something else you want to chime in on or whatever. Um, any, any, any baseball things that you've heard, heard about that you want to speak on? Uh, no, man, just Freeman's a Dodger now. Rizzo staying with the Yankees. Oh, speaking of the Yankees, Nana, we mentioned it. <sighs> I read something where they said that players that are not vaccinated... Oh, what a putback. Yeah, yeah, game over. Game over. Arizona got it. All right, my okay, my bracket is still alive. <laughs> my bracket is still alive because they're going to the Sweet 16. But 
Yeah, I've read something where it said unvaccinated players will not be able to play home games. So, with that being said, you know baseball got 162 games. Yep. So, that means they wouldn't be able to play 81 games. And then you got to factor in the Subway Series. You wouldn't be able to play that neither because that's in New York. And then you got to factor Toronto. Because remember, what is it? You play your division rival how many times a year? 18, 19 times? Yeah, I want to say, no. Yeah, something like 16, 18. Yeah. That means all those games you missing. So that means you're missing all your home games. That means you're missing the three games at City Field, three or two games. And then you're missing all those games in Toronto. That's a lot of games that you're going to be missing. And then let's keep it let's keep it funky. Like Aaron Judge, this this is this is to him. He's supposed to be the face of this franchise. I remember I I I I read I heard I seen a video of him being interviewed about the vaccine or whatnot. And he basically just shoved it off. He basically brushed it off. His whole thing was, oh, he's just focused about the first spring training game, yada, yada, yada. My guy, for you to be the face of this franchise, that ain't the answer that you're supposed to be saying. And then on top of that, you're trying to get a contract, my guy. There's no way in the world that the leader of the Yankees is supposed to be talking like that. Because I can guarantee you this. If George Steinbrenner was alive, you wouldn't be talking like that. Because guess what? After that interview, you'd have been out of here. If George Steinbrenner was alive, you'd have been out of here. Real talk. So... Listen, I already told you already. I said in my last episode, I really don't expect much from us this year. But for the players that are not vaccinated, listen, I'm not here to tell people what to do or whatever, but I I just hope they know what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? I'm not here to preach to nobody and say, oh, get the vaccination, all that. I'm, I'm not doing all that, but I'm hoping that my team is at full staff. I'm hoping my team is at full strength. That's all I can say. You know what I mean? But we gonna find like we we gonna find we gonna find out by opening day. Opening day, we gonna find out who's vaccinated and who's not. And you know, opening day, I think I think the first series we got is Boston. I'm hoping the guys that are supposed to be there. I'm hoping they're ready. But. We gonna find we, we gonna find out. Only time to tell. Yeah, well, it's been proven they ain't gonna tell us off the bat. So yeah, like you said, we're gonna have to wait and see. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, uh, I 
think that's pretty much it. I mean, I think we pretty much touched based on everything else. Um, I do have a shout out to give. Um, I haven't done this in a while, but you know, I want to, you know, I, I want to give this shout out and we spoke about it earlier, you know, you know, I want to shout out to St. Mary, the uh, St. Peter's team because for them to be 15 and to make the sweet 16 is dope. Especially when you take out a blue collar powerhouse like Kentucky, Psst, that shit means something. So. That's like that's that's definitely a shout out that I think is very well deserving. So I just want to say shout out to them and good luck to them in the Sweet Sixteen. I don't I, I I can't remember off the top of my head who it is that they're gonna play in the Sweet Sixteen, but I'm definitely rooting for them. I tell you that much. I'm definitely rooting Same for Peters? them. Yeah. Uh, they're gonna play against Purdue. Oh. We gonna we gonna see, man. We gonna see. We gonna see. But you got any shout outs before we get about it? Yeah, I just wanted to shout out uh, South Carolina for their defense because I believe they set a record for the first two tournament games for the least amount of points scored by the opponent. Mm. And uh, yeah, like you said, four points and a half. That's that's video game numbers, bro. That that shit is ridiculous. Yeah, man. So yeah, shout out to them, Aaliyah Boston. Doing her thing. Let's get to the chip. 26 straight double-doubles. I forgot to mention that. 26 straight double-doubles that she's done this season. That's player of the year right there. I don't care. Like, I listen, Caitlin Clark, I have nothing against that girl. Nothing. She can ball. They already calling her the female Steph Curry. She could pull up out the ass. But Aaliyah Boston is player of the year this year. Okay. You know, Caitlin Clark, you know, is leading, you know, the NCAA and points and assists for the women. But Aaliyah Boston, 26 straight double-doubles. South Carolina has been one all season, and they've beaten 11 top 10 teams. 11. Just, just off this season alone, the numbers I'm giving you gives, gives, gives you the reason on why she's played the year. Yeah, she's been dominating against real good competition. Absolutely. Absolutely. But we're going to see, man. we definitely going to see. But, uh... It's a wrap for this episode. It's over and done with. AK, once again, my guy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, tell them where they can find you so we can bounce about this muv. This muv. Yeah, well, it's your favorite white boy, AK. Grand Canyon's number one sports podcast, Kendrick Sports Talk. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, under Kendrick Sports Talk. Oh, I also just made myself my first TikTok. I, I I gave my UFC picks, which I do each week, but this time I actually put it in video form. Get to see my white face, so go check that out. But yeah, other than that, just check out Kendrick Sports Talk Podcast. And once again, Dre, as always, thanks for having me. No diggity, no doubt. 
Y'all know y'all can find me at on all streaming platforms except Title, um, Facebook, Dre Day, Instagram, Dre Day nineteen eighty five, Sportsway with Dre Day podcast. The link is in the bio. Twitter, Dre Day nineteen eighty five. In closing, y'all know how this goes. This has been another episode of Sportsway with Dre Day podcast. Thank y'all once again for y'all support. Keep it going. Keep it flowing. Episode 253 is over. To everyone out there, stay safe. Be safe. God bless. Peace and love. And your boys are out of here. Peace. Kendrick out. Peace. What up, what up, what up? It's your man, Dre Day. And I have a PSA announcement for y'all. Did y'all know that only 38% of African Americans were able to identify financial terms on the PFN index, an annual financial survey? Why is that? Because we're never given the tools to succeed in the financial sector. Will with American Classic Agency has been designing financial maps for his clients to succeed for over a decade for clients on both coasts. With Will, you will be able to create a game plan to get out of debt and create the wealth that you and your family deserve. If you're interested, please contact Will at willspady at gmail.com. That's W-I-L-L-S-P-A-D-Y at gmail.com or call him at 443-810-0384.